podcast where we fuck up so you don't have to. I'm Kate. I'm Kelsey. Wow, we decided to say our names in the beginning there. It feels official. Because some people were like, hmm, what's this podcast that's doing so well on iTunes? I want to listen to it. And they were like, who are these girls? So we thought we should say our names. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Um, we're also eating breakfast, so sorry for the disgusting audio. And thank you so much for everyone for being patient last week. Yes. During that clusterfuck of an output that I... Listen, you fault. have to live your life. You have to go to Barcelona. Yeah. Speaking of Barcelona, can we just talk about our shirts? If you're listening to this <laughs> and not watching, we have incredible shirts from our last guest, Erica Luss. Uh, my shirt says, my whole rules. And my shirt says, sorry I'm late, star I was masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) She has the best fucking merch. I wore another one of her shirts to the airport on the way home from Barcelona that said powered by orgasms with a lightning bolt. (laughs) Truly got the most interesting stares from TSA and not in the way of like, she's suspicious. It's more like, "Mm, she a hoe. (laughs) Are you so hoe now? I feel weird wearing this. Well, you're going to take it off as soon as we stop recording. I might keep it on all day. You should because it's like, it's, it's subtle. Yeah, so they'd have to get it. close, and then at that point, I'd be like, "Why are you looking at my boobs, you pervy perv?" <laughs> my, my my tits are down here. Maybe you didn't look, read the handbook. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please cut that. <laughs> I will not, sir. Um, oh. Yeah, let's get right into it. I'm sad. Yeah, I feel like I should just get that out of the way. We might have to like pause recording if I get a phone call, just because this is a podcast where I'm honest. I don't like to hide things from you guys. I learned that very, uh, I learned that early on and uh, going through some stuff right now, some family stuff, some really scary health stuff. My sister, uh, long story short, when I was in Barcelona, man, so much happened after the last podcast. Yeah, literally the most. (laughs) The most happened. Uh, When I was in Barcelona, I got a phone call that they found a tumor in my sister's spine, which is a weird place to have a tumor. It's a bad yeah, it's a pretty shitty place, and she got it tested. She got all these uh, tests done, and uh, we're supposed to literally get the results back while we're recording, and uh, it's just make. I think I'm, like, extra happy because I'm trying to be extra positive. Yeah. And so if I get a little sad, that's why, and we'll cross the bridge when we get to it, and that's uh, my sad soft story <laughs> but you know what makes me feel a lot better talking about you coming bitch. <laughs> i feel so bad that i don't have better news <laughs> uh, wow already here's the, thing, here's the thing um i watched some of erica's porn videos yes indie film videos and the ex-confessions right yeah ex-confessions yeah. and it was freaking great they were so so, oh my God, it just was beautiful, right? Oh, it was beautiful. I watched the one in the rain. Mm, Did you see that one? No. It's like her, she's like imagining it. I'm pretty sure. Ooh, and but okay. this guy like comes Red up dream. and and she's just like in the rain, just like feeling herself. And she's masturbating. She's thinking of this guy. And then the guy, they actually show the scene with the guy, and it's just really great. And I was going, and I was like, this is maybe this is and my you were time. Using one of the toys from the company that sent us all these free sex toys. Yeah, Pearly Rabbit. Why do you say? <laughs> It. It's called the Pearly Rabbit, <laughs> and it's a vibrator, vibrating dildo, right? It just goes like this. <laughs> Wait, it's got like pearls in the top, right? And they spin around, and that's why it feels good. Yeah, maybe. How did how did how did how did it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was good, and then all of a sudden, 
out of nowhere, I was just like, I'm over it. Mm. You just completely just stopped. I was just 100%. like, oh, God, okay, I have so much more to do. Ugh. But I do think, and we've talked about this before, I think that it's, like, directly related to me, like, enjoying myself yeah. and whatnot. So I feel like I've been making... There's like this saying, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So nothing's going to change there if I don't, if I just keep trying, unless yeah. you're digging a hole yeah. and then the change happens because you dig a hole too. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you're digging a hole right now. Okay. Okay. For anyone who couldn't see that, sorry. Uh, Okay, what was I fucking saying? <laughs> you were talking about not coming, but oh yeah, I was going to say the, the thing you said. And also, I fucking see a comment on the last YouTube video where they keep saying I keep cutting people off. That's what I do. I'm not <laughs> here to fucking interview people. I'm here to talk to people like how friends talk to people. I don't give a shit if someone's saying something and, you know, I'm, I'd be polite, but also we have to record and I need to get answers and I need sound bites. And so, I know, buddy. fuck oh, all no, you who think okay. I'm too... It's okay. Rude. I am rude. But also... Sometimes I'm stuttering and she cuts me off and that's good. And when she cuts me off, if I'm talking, I tell her Yeah, and then she says it again anyways. <laughs> I never repeat myself. I literally never repeat myself <laughs> That's ever. true. Instead, you just go, oh, wait, can I say something? <laughs> and then I go, yeah, 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 yeah. Go, I was go, go, kidding. Go, go. I was making a bad joke. Oh, it was bad. Um, Thank you. Bling, bling. Oh, what's that? Sorry, we had bling, to pause bling. because uh, I had to take the phone call from a family, which it turns out the doctors had inconclusive test results, and that really pissed everyone off. Because they did inconclusive testing. So, we are going to go get a second opinion, but hey, back to the show. <laughs> there we okay, go. we're back. We're uh, back. Had to take a phone call. It was not the phone call because my sister's doctors apparently aren't going to be her doctors anymore because they don't know what the fuck is going on. And it's actually let's just <laughs> let's just vent about this for a quick second okay. because I've okay, dude. You have to find the right fucking doctor. It's, it's insane, so, especially when you're dealing with shit like they told her like the day before she went and got her test. You could have nothing, or you could have AIDS or MS. And, Dude. like, that is a wildly big spectrum of things that it could be. Dude, when my grandfather was sick, he got, he got like, real sick, and he went into the hospital, and he was there for weeks. Mm. He was there for weeks, and they are like, we don't know what's wrong oh with him. Oh, my God, especially we the elderly, like, Dude, who can't speak up for themselves. We were all at the hospital, and he was, like, he was about to get life-flighted to Penn, and he was, like, he couldn't speak. Oh. And the doctor comes in and was just, like, you're about to go in a helicopter. Have you ever been in a helicopter oh, before? Oh, no! <laughs> and... He, he just, my grandfather just went, huh. Cause he talked about it then the next day. Cause the second he got to Penn, I swear to God. Yeah. He was up and he was talking. Wow. And he was like a whole different person. And he had lymphoma. Wow. And it, they just, no one was able to tell. And it's just, it's, you gotta it's go so to the place important. where it's, where it's. And second opinions are so <clears throat> fucking important. I have seen shit go down where people have just gone with the first thing, the first doctor, the first test. That, yeah. And then their lives have been ruined. And we've done so many videos about this where, like, doctors don't believe women of color, women specifically. And it's actually insane. It's, it's a huge problem, like, how, how that it's not talked about. And it's a shitty thing to talk about because, of course, you never want to, like, talk shit about doctors because they're saving lives. But there is 
fucking issues. There, there are big, big issues. I feel like there is just a lot of like. I went to a dermatologist once. Oh, wait, I don't want to tell this story. <laughs> Never mind. What were you gonna say? I had scabies a while ago. <laughs> I was in college. What the fuck? It's terrible. What's the difference between scabies and bed bugs? Bed bugs don't burrow into your skin and leave eggs. <laughs> <laughs> is that what scabies is? It's body lice, yeah. Can you just get it from just like be like a coat? You have to have like ha- like like contact. contact. And so I that don't can know- happen to anyone. That's but not that- a thing to be embarrassed about. Right. I just don't know how I got it. Like I don't know. But even, Isn't that even better? Still, but even still this is why it's so gross is that it's bad enough because like you'll see like little signs like or whatever and you go to the doctor and they're like it's scabies and they give you medicine and then you're done and you like wash your sheets and everything and you're, uh-huh. you're done. The doctor I went to I went and I was like <laughs> I have fucking scabies! I have scabies doc! And he was like mm, I don't think so. I think oh, you're allergic no. to he might be allergic to something. So then he just had me either, he was like, just a couple weeks, like, stop drinking coffee for a couple weeks. If that doesn't work, stop eating what? nuts for a couple weeks. And I was like, okay. So for six fucking months, I had scabies. And oh it was all my over my body. It was, God. I had scars. Like, I couldn't swim in this that summer because it was from November to uh, March. Holy shit. I guess that's five months. But then I couldn't swim in the summer without wearing a shirt because I had just, like, scars oh all over my, my body. And that's how shit fucking, that's what happens. People sit in disease yeah. or, like, in sickness. And yeah. then something else terrible happens. And then I just, it, then I was covered. I was, like, I was wearing long sleeves. Luckily, it was yeah. winter, but it was wearing long sleeves, like, constantly because I was Man, so embarrassed. I, like, we've talked about this when we did the chronic pain episode. But, like, it, it also can apply to a lot of authoritative figures. But when you go to the place where you're supposed to get help and you don't get the help, like, you know, with police right like that's a huge reason why like half the fucking country doesn't trust the uh, police because when you go to the one place where you're supposed to get help and you end up getting hurt that's just if you if you wear if you are that's just the thing there's some people that when you're this job you're supposed to just be this job right now Yeah. yeah you're a person but you're this job yeah and we get it doctors are people too and we support our troops and our doctors what my point is, <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I'm still pissed because of the other day. Should I just say it now? Yeah. The other day, I fucking got, like, drugged. I got Oof. drugged at a bar. Didn't know that that's what you were... <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go into, like, all the details of no, it No, but I think it's important that we do a thought-out, fleshed-out, good episode yeah. about what happened to you. Because yeah. it's so new. I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay. But the doctor was also a fucking cunt, and she yeah. just... She was like, you know, sometimes when you drink too much, you black out. And I was like... Like, you were roofied, and she tried to victim blame you. Yeah. And then they didn't test my pee for, like, days. So, of course... And your blood. They didn't fucking take a blood test. And she's just... They they were just so fucking The whole situation was so terrible. Yeah. And to go through something like that alone, and then now you're kind of on the other side being like, what the fuck was that? It's like going through a washing machine. Yeah. You just have to find the right fucking... Dirt still on you. What? Sorry, I tried to make a metaphor that you always make good ones. It didn't work. <laughs> it's coming out of a washing machine with dirt still on you. It's pretty good. Uh, but we should like we should do a we, whole yeah. episode about it. I think maybe we, it might be cool if we talk to a doctor. Oh hell yeah! And then we're just sort of like, so what's it like? So what the fuck, man? <laughs> so why don't people always believe doctors? Yeah, or like, why don't doctors believe patients? I think mean? it would be really cool if we could get a doctor that would come on here and talk about that because that's a really taboo subject. Yeah. And like that's also 
not saying that a doctor would have to speak for all doctors, yeah. but I think it would be also like for insightful. women, especially for women. For women. Yeah. yeah, cool. Let's fucking do it. Anyway, sorry we had to pause. Kate was finishing talking about how she's going to try and do different things in her life to me. It doesn't even fucking hold a candle now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. That's what this podcast is, though. It's all I over know, the fucking place. <laughs> we can't, you know what you signed up for, guys. Um, uh, in terms of coming, just... Well... I sh- think it's just being true to yourself, right? And, like, mm. liking what you like and just saying it out loud and whatnot. And you were saying that you were going to try and bring more good things into your life. Yeah, like decorate my apartment. <laughs> yeah, I love your apartment. Yeah, I want to like put stuff up that I actually like, but I, I, sometimes I just don't even know. Oh, we should go to a... Want to go to a flea market? Fuck yeah, I want to go to a fucking flea market. Am Could I a we... white girl in Los Angeles? <laughs> Wait, should we take half a day one day and go for research? Yeah, definitely. We need to take off work to go to a flea market. Hopefully our bosses don't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if our bosses listen to this. Hey, boss, if you're listening, send us a sign. Come out of here. Tell them. Tell, them, tell us. Um, speaking of coming and you, you <laughs> did uh, something kind of ballsy last week. Wait, is that what we want to talk about right now? Oh. Oh, fuck. I tried to skip over it. She tried to <laughs> skip over it. Kelsey even said when we were writing down our list of things that we were going to talk about today, Kelsey was like, make sure you write it down in case I gloss over anything. Shit. And then the one thing we were going to talk about when it came to Kels. Oh, man. Okay, well, I feel like I just did a really heavy topic and now, like, guys, so much happened Let's since Barcelona. take a couple of breaths. Yeah. Do it with <sighs> us, people. Look at my neck when I do that. Ah, my boobs look so good <laughs> in this shirt. It's insane. Ah. People with anxiety. Fun little fun tip. It's really important to breathe out twice as long as you are breathing in. When people are having anxiety, they think they need to take these big deep breaths. But you actually need to breathe out Let's try that twice one. as long. Okay, okay ready? Ready? Okay. It felt really good. It felt really good. But I like, just thought about how people are going to be listening to this in their car going. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like so many times, especially if you're like having trigger warning, panic attacks, like you go like, oh, I need to get breath. I need to get breath. I need yeah. to get air. But when it, in reality, you need to be producing mm. air. Anyways, uh, what I tried to gloss over was something that happened in Barcelona. Oh, baby. Happened. Ooh, baby. Uh, so obviously, if you guys are following me on Instagram, you saw that Instagram. I was there with the fuck buddy neighbor which um <laughs> look when you're in a romantic city and you're hanging out with someone for a week straight all day every day i'll just say some feelings were exchanged over the trip it was raining we had had a lot of wine i think i'm dating my fuck buddy i don't know and there it is ladies and gentlemen <laughs> like to direct everyone's attention a couple episodes ago to when I said it might be something more than just a fuck buddy. And lo and behold, your old pal Kate was right. Bobbity boop, bobbity dude, I was right. Dude, it caught us both by surprise. Not me, bitch. I saw that coming. Listen, you don't go to Salt Lake City and oh then Barcelona God. with someone that you don't have feelings for. And you don't listen, get- you don't fuck someone that you don't have some level of feeling, whether it be sexual or like emotional. You're telling me. 
<laughs> oh look, okay. There's no. We're not putting a label on it because I don't uh, like. I don't like labels. I don't like. Like Jasmine said, labels are for other people. Episode two. Go back, listen to that shit. But like, we're just we're telling each other how we honestly feel. My biggest reservation is that. I, A, I don't ever want to be hurt again the way I was hurt last time Mm -hmm. that I got involved with someone. And B, I don't love his lifestyle. And he's also has fucked up more than he's done right. And he, you know, I never want to change someone. I never want someone to not do something because of me. If you want to go fuck someone... Go fucking fuck them one. You know, them one. Fuck, fuck them one. Like, go fuck them one. Life is too short. You can wake up one go day and have one. a fucking go fuck them two, two on go your fuck spine. Them three. Like, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, life is too short to be in a relationship that you are not 100% happy in. And, like, there are going to be ups and downs. And I just, my whole thing is I don't want anyone to change for me. But, like, if you like me enough that you don't want to fuck other people, then, like, great. Fucking prove it. Actions are louder than words. You can talk, 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 talk. But you can't, you got to walk, walk, and wear a fucking condom and not fuck other people. That's a very good point. So I don't really know where we're at right now. We've had, like, a couple drunken conversations about it. So let's dissect this. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about your thing. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. She's a, she's a real weird. <laughs> um. <laughs> Spilled my milk. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, so here's the thing. I think this is universal. Nobody wants to get hurt. Everybody wants a sure thing, right? You have a little bit of milk on your... Thank you, buddy. Uh, Everyone wants a sure thing. So being like, oh, I don't want to get hurt again. There's no... Okay, this is from someone who's literally (laughs) never (laughs) been in love. (laughs) Really? Believe it or not, I know I ooh, sex appeal, baby. And Check out that brought. Yo, these titties are hot today. They are if hot. You guys can see my face. They're like two baked potatoes. What? I love us some sour cream. <laughs> They're not oval shaped. Motor boat the shit out of your titties right now. <laughs> you motor boat baked potato. You don't? Right. Okay, um, so where was I? I just think that, it, like, Risking anything is really scary. Scary. It's so scary. I, I just think that everyone wants a sure, yeah. a sure thing, but then that's not really fun. We keep saying like this is really scary. This is so unlike us. Like his lifestyle is nothing like mine. Yeah, I like fucking other. He likes fucking other people too. It, we are both having to do something that we don't normally do, which is not fuck other people. <laughs> it's also it's weird too because it's. It feels like you guys aren't really ready to not fuck other people. No, but... But you're also not ready to lose each other. Bada boom, bada motherfucking bang, bitch. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Yeah, like, it it, it would really suck. Like, it's become more than sex, and that's what's scary. Mm -hmm. And I don't claim to be the best at... Being vulnerable and letting people in and me, (laughs) you know, I've played this single life fucking don't need no man shit. And like the idea of not needing someone, but wanting someone is 
Not scary. great. Yeah, because you don't have full control over how you're going to feel. And I, baby, am a control freak. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it's really difficult. And I think that it's probably one of the scariest things. Because then you yeah. don't want to feel stupid. That's so weird. Ugh. I feel like we should don't try Don't make to- me look stupid. Don't make me look stupid. Don't make me look stupid. I just don't want to look stupid. I don't want to look stupid. Okay? I just don't. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, I, but I, I feel like there's a weird... Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> my, my other big fear... Sorry. Wait. Let me say this. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought you forgot, so I was trying to pick no, up the here it is. That wasn't me interrupting Kate. <laughs> you fucks. But okay, here it is. I think that we always think that to... To try and to fail means looking stupid. Mm. But that's so small-minded. Mm. And I do it, too, constantly. Wow. But you mm. got to try and... Mm. You got to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it ties into what uh, my thing is. But you oh, have like, to try. It sounds like someone learned a little lesson recently. <laughs> but to try and... I mean, yeah, it sucks to fail, but it's also like you get to this moment where you're like, oh, okay, I'm still here. I didn't die. Yeah. And that goes, too, for like... I guess I also have talked about all the mistakes he's made and especially to like my friends and they are now like, wow, you are a full blown idiot. But then they also know that I'm like a very liberal, like open person that is not really into monogamy and that this is something new. And also you have to also not give a shit what people think some at one point. They're not the one... Laying yeah. down, waking up in your body. Oh, God, but boy, does he wake up in my body. What? Oh, my God. Have you, you ever guys- had sleep sex? Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> you out of your goddamn gourd? Yo, sleep sex is the best. Where you're sleeping, then all of a sudden you're having sex. Consensually. Somebody is... Trying to skirt around the issue. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's what Somebody's I do. Dodging the vulnerability. Listen, I don't want to say it. Like, now you're interrupting me. Wow. <laughs> Just go. I hate talking about this. This is my least favorite subject. I know, but we have to talk about it. We have to be honest with our listeners. Yeah. So, okay. No, it doesn't matter what other people think. Also, nobody's fucking perfect. All of like, my not all of them, but a lot of my close friends who are in these relationships, these like long lasting or like you know they're probably going to get married relationships, have gone through shit. Yeah, it you go through because people are so weird. <laughs> we're so weird and we're so fucked up in so many yeah. different ways, and it's literally just about oh god finding <laughs> someone else. Oh my god, I have so many burps inside of me. Oh, I had one. Hiding. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> anxiety verbs but it's finding the one person who's like oh i could deal with your shit and they could do yeah. you could deal with it and not yeah. worry about outside judgment because that just yeah. you, you just can't and it doesn't have to be just one person like i we still haven't talked about the idea of it being like exclusive not it kind of <laughs> like we're not putting a label on it but we're also being like if we're gonna fuck someone we're gonna do it together oh cool and i okay. think the emotional um connection it means a lot more to him than the sexual connection whereas for me mm-hmm. my thing was the sexual connection my thing was like if you're gonna fuck other people wear a condom because not wearing a condom with someone is the most intimate fucking thing you could do with someone right. so like we had to kind of match levels and i had shut out emotions with him completely ever since he fucked up the first time right. so like we just had to find middle ground with 
what mattered to both of us. Hmm. And so now we know what matters to both of us. So, like, I'm going to respect that and not develop an emotional connection with a guy. And he's going to respect me by not having sex with other girls without me. Yeah. There's just a lot to unpack there. We don't have to unpack any more of it. <laughs> we should just move on to your fucking issue. How do we segue into your problem? But it's not really a problem. It's I, not it was really actually, a problem. I was really proud of you. You handled it really well. Why are you putting on, like, 16 different lip glosses here? I put on lip oil to moisturize. And then I put on my Fenty lip gloss. To it's really pretty. Be awesome. I also okay. like your highlight. Thank you. you it's the highlight. one you, you gave me. Yay! Maybe the chocolate smelling one. Tart or Too Faced. It's tart. Oh, it is tart. Yeah. Too Faced is the one that smells like chocolate. No, this is one. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Tart smells like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so what did you, uh, what happened? Okay, so I have this thing where I get pretty serious crushes on people who I don't necessarily know. We've talked about this. We know it's a universal truth. You know. Happens to the best of us. So I I thought this guy, like I thought this guy was cool and then I met him once and then I was like, I freaked out. And when I freak out, like if I have all an emotion because I went, stop eating a banana in my face. (laughs) Kelsey just bit a banana and in my face. It's breakfast. I thought we were having breakfast. We are having breakfast. Okay. You know this is going to take a while. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I can hear you sloshing. I'm sloshing. I'm chewing. Oh, God. It's disgusting. Tell your story, you avoider. Don't turn the tables on me. I really can't okay, I'll to, wait for the banana till later. Okay. Jesus. Sorry. Christ. I was hungry. Anywho. I could still fucking So you fell you. in love I with this guy. I didn't. I fall. I, fucking shut up. <laughs> Okay, so, oh my god, that banana is disgusting. I'm done. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I just thought it was, like, really cool, and I wanted to hang out with him, so mm. I am very new to feelings, like, and actually embracing my feelings and not eating my feelings, mm-hmm. so, or, like, drinking them away or whatever, mm-hmm. so... Uh, I enlisted anyone who would listen. <laughs> Literally, the entire office. <laughs> I had to come in today and tell everyone. <laughs> but... I um I basically just asked this person out. Bitch, what? You just asked a motherfucking person out? Kate Peterman? Coat Pooterbone? I mean, he's just said- asking dudes out willy-nilly, <laughs> dropping into them DMs? Really? Stop Ooh, snapping girl. the air in front of my face. <laughs> I need it. I, I'm just so proud of you, bitch. Like 13 weeks ago when we started this GD podcast, right? we would have never done something like true, that. True, true. So I asked him, and to be fair, we don't know each other at all. Nope. So he was really nice. He's like, I'm not really into dating right now, but I'd be down to hang out as friends or whatever. So I was like, yeah, sure. Because uh, You did not just immediately go, yeah, sure. No, first I cried. Yeah. <laughs> you were really down on yourself. No, because here's the thing. Because I asked him, and then when he said no, I was just like, immediately I was like, well, if I looked like any of my hot friends, he would have said yes. And that is so the ED talking. Right. And so I just got really upset. And, like, all of my friends, like, Garrett was like, Kate, this is literally such low stakes. Yeah. What, like, it, you're okay. And I'm just, like, in my head, like, no, I'm fucking not. Do you not yeah. understand that I'm a heinous, fat, swamp creature? You spiraled a lot. Oh, yeah. So, but luckily I had all my friends there. And if I didn't talk to everybody, I would have yeah. gone into a full binge. Yeah. Like, I would have gotten all the snacks Look on my way you. home. Sharing your feelings, helping yourself. Yeah, you know. Avoiding a dark path. Avoiding dark paths. And then how um, long did it last? You literally called me like the next morning. Well, we formulated a plan mm-hmm. when we went to go get drinks that mm-hmm. night that you were going to write back something. Because you do want to be friends with him. He yeah. is a cool dude. Yeah. 
So you wrote back that you wanted to, you just said what? Yeah, let's do it or something? I was like, oh, cool. Good for you. Yeah, let's, like, I'd love to hang out as friends. Yeah. So I don't really know how to hang out as friends and you don't actually like know the person, but we're, we're going to awkwardly try it, I guess. You called me the next morning and you were like, huh. Right. I feel like that's what Better. Our, we were trying to say earlier is that when, so, okay. a lot. I know a lot of messages that we get are people like, oh, this person's my friend and I don't mm-hmm. want to like ruin anything with this friend or whatever. And I don't think that asking someone out or being like, I have feelings for you is going to ruin anything. Boom. If anything, it's just like, oh, you like me? That's really nice. It's it, flattering. It sucks if they don't like you back. It truly does suck. But there are like, I try to think about it. There's like a lot of times when, you know, I haven't liked someone for no particular reason. It just isn't really there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, I would just say, like, ask, because then I will, like, if I didn't ask, I would have been, like, daydreaming about it. But you, that's what I do. That's yeah. my track record. I daydreamed about a guy for literally seven years. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And, like, there are, I wish, especially because our listeners are a little younger, going yeah. through, like, formative years and, and college and stuff, like, there are gonna be so many of these people that come in and out of your life and the ones that the universe wants to stay are gonna stay. So you might as well just fucking ask the person. You might as well just fuck them. Do what you want to do. Life is short. Yep. You just got... And like, really, truly, thought, the next yeah. day... Really, truly. Honestly, truly. Day, you, you called me and you were like, you know... When someone doesn't, like, yeah. if someone passes on an opportunity to love you, mm-hmm. then you, that's an opportunity for you to sort of step up and love yourself. And like, I'm going to be the only one to have my back, ooh, ooh, so I might as well ooh, be better ooh, at it. True.com. <laughs> but I was thinking about slash it, like, Kate I, like, typed out the message, and I was, like, shaking. I was so nervous, because I just, I've never asked anyone out before. So I was just sitting there, like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I thought to myself, okay, if I got really sick, like truly sick tomorrow and I could not, like yeah. if I didn't have the ability to waste mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. you know, then w- what would I be mad about not doing? Ooh. So I was just like, fuck it. I don't know what's going to happen. So yeah. I just, I sent it and it didn't go the way I wanted, but it just went away and now it's fine. And the more you do it, I'm not going to say like the easier it gets because like being rejected to a degree does suck, but like the act of asking someone out or or the method in which you do it or the verbiage you use does become more fluent. And it gets kind of, I, I feel a little bit better being like, oh, this doesn't really have to do with me. And it doesn't, it doesn't have that tear much. you down to a point where you can't build yourself back up again. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I think it's like a nice exercise in finding it and learning that other people's opinions or their, you know, decisions or whatever don't define your worth. Yeah. Or whatever. Hundred percent. Yeah, which is nice. It's a little small stepping stone in the small stepping stone life of coat. <laughs> I'd see that movie. It would be animated. <laughs> the life of coat. It'd be animated. Oh, you know it. Um, I'm really proud of you, though. Thank That's, you. Man. I just kept saying that that night, and obviously you didn't want to hear it that night. But the yeah. next day, I think you knew. Like, wow. You, you kind of got to see it from where we were all seeing it. Yeah. And now telling everyone today when you came to work, updating everyone. <laughs> I, I literally asked. I created but it a whole Slack But it became easier, group. right? Yeah. Like just telling people like, oh, you said no. Yeah. Moving on. Right. And it's not like a like a, a thing that's so catastrophic that I have to tell everyone all the details. I'll just be like, eh, it didn't work out. Yeah. Because guess what? There's going to be another yeah. one. Or you guys are going to fuck on Thursday and fall in love no, and we're gonna date. we're going to be friends. Okay. <laughs> I mean, unless we hate each other, and then mm. we won't be friends. Yeah, and making friends as adults is fucking weird, man. It's so weird. I don't know how to do it. I have no idea what we're going to do. Yeah. I think you should just go do something you both enjoy doing. Okay. 
Well, oh. I've been really trying to go roller skating for a long time. Oh, I'll go roller skating with you. Really? Yeah. I have roller skates. Would you want to go on Thursday? No. Why? It's a holiday party on Thursday. <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> Wait, here's the thing. Oh, I knew that. no! I knew that. Because Fuck. I thought, oh, here's what'll happen. I'll, I'll ask this person out wow. on Thursday. And if it, wow. wait, let me finish. And if it, if it goes, if he says yes, then hooray, I get a date. If he says no, then I'll go to the holiday party and I'll still have fun. But then it kind of went into a gray area. And so now, now you have an even more backed up plan of just not hanging out with him. Cause you're going to the fucking holiday party. I'm going to hang out with him. You're going to skip <laughs> the holiday party. I don't know. No, you're not. If you guys listened to a few podcasts ago, you know that our holiday party got postponed because of the wildfires in California. We haven't talked about our panties in a while. I have an update. Someone keeps commenting saying, are you still selling your panties? And the answer is no. A guy offered 14 grand. I don't think it's real, though, because I'm like, all right, here's my Venmo. Let me know when you're ready. And he hasn't responded. I know. Whatever. Anyways, our holiday party got moved, and it's coming up on Thursday, so we'll talk about that next podcast. But there's, it's the biggest event of the year. There's no way you're going to miss it, kid. It's not the biggest event of the goddamn year. I don't want to take a shuttle of this shit. Wow. What do you got against shuttles? You took good for shuttles? You want a fucking horse and carriage? You want to be carried up? I don't want a horse and carriage. Those horses don't live the life they want to live. <laughs> They should be able to roam fucking free. I, you would really skip the holiday party to go on a friendship hangout with a guy that you truly only want to be friends with. I don't know. I just... Can we not talk about this? No, bitch. You made me fucking talk about my thing. You wrote it down. You wrote it down. You literally were like, this is going to be I a great say about the holiday topic. Party. I, I think know, you're just... Dude. You can't miss the holiday party. I feel, oh. <laughs> you can't. I might. You can't. Uh, we're gonna read this fan question. Well, why don't you read it? I always read it. Okay. At Mel Davidson, seventeen. I recently read a story entitled Cat Person in the New Yorker and bad memories came flooding back of a bad date. This might be a trigger warning. Just oh, yeah, a heads up. Definitely. Um, of a bad date with a guy where a similar thing happened to me. I was wondering what your take on guys who don't pick up on cues or are very forceful in the situation or on girls who put themselves in a situation where sex isn't off the table but then change their minds and are either too embarrassed or too afraid to say no or to stop it and they go ahead with it. It's something hard to define, but would you still classify it as some sort of sexual violation or fit in with the Me Too movement? A lot of talk is going on about about the subject because of an incident with Unziz and Zari where a woman publicly shared her story and experience. Thanks, love you, and Kate. So this is a message sent to Kelsey. Okay, so obviously, you know, if you've been on any sort of social media, you know that the Me Too movement, um, which was started by Tarana Burke back last year. Well, she, she started was, it like 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And yes. she finally was given like the proper accreditation and recognition for it late last year after all the Harvey Weinstein shit happened. Um, and it's been sparking a lot of conversation about consent and um, rape culture, essentially. And... Uh, I feel like our age group are going to be the change makers in how society views sex and consent in a 
good way. Yeah. I think we're still fighting a lot of old traditional um yeah uh situation like you know what i mean like i went to co- i dropped out a lot of them but i went to college <laughs> i did the whole you know back in high school people got roofied and you know they it was it was a common occurrence or you know it was always blamed on the women and we're not saying it doesn't happen to men we're not <clears> saying <throat> that it's obviously right. happening to a specific group of people in this case women um I totally understand the gray area. Uh, I've been in situations even as a loud fucking opinionated woman have been in situations where I have done things that I didn't want to do that I verbally expressed that I didn't want to happen and it still happened. Uh, I've also been in situations. Amy Schumer has a joke that I always refer to when I think of things like this where it's like every woman's been a scotch raped. Like they wake up the next day like... "Mm." Was that rape? Was, yeah. I think that I'm pretty sure that was rape because they're just, the the line is so blurred. Yeah. And especially right now, having a definitive line and knowing what your boundaries are or learning what your boundaries are, hopefully not uh, the hard way, uh, is really important. And um, uh, I I hope you touch on it a little bit about like the drag culture of like having to be able to separate rape from sexual harassment from sexual assault i mean there's definitely a a a harvey and then there's a guy that is a creepy guy in the water cooler line and that doesn't make any of it okay right yeah definitely doesn't samantha b had a great thing about it where she was like it doesn't need to be raped to ruin your life exactly and i think that uh, I think that it doesn't need to, be, yeah, 100% it doesn't need to be rape. Additionally, it's not like this, the woman who, like, talked about the Aziz thing, it's not like that was the first time she's ever experienced something like mm-hmm. that. It's, and I think we're so ingrained, myself included, because, like, full disclosure, when I first read it, I was like, oh, she shouldn't have gone back to his room. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought, because I was like, because that's what I was taught, like, never, yeah. don't go back to their room if you don't want to have sex. Mm-hmm. You're putting yourself in a really vulnerable position, kind of like... If you're to walk out into the and you see that someone has a stop sign and mm-hmm. you're like, well, they should stop, and then they you see that they're not going to stop, you could walk and be right by going yeah. walking into the intersection, be like, I had the right of way as a as a pedestrian, and they still hit you. Yeah. So it's like you know having foresight like that, but I'm unlearning so many things yeah. that I that's just how I was raised to you know sort of believe, and I don't yeah. think that that's fair. I don't think that that's that's. It's an it's an abuse of power as yeah. the um, a man in a situation has the power. They're stronger. They're um, there's even even like the shame involved. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what it sort of comes down to is that women sort of ignore there are like like older women like even myself included like um, I sort of blame myself for for feeling. Mm-hmm for shameful things. Like if I say no to something, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think men need to to understand and be taught that like... Teach boys not to rape. Don't teach girls to dress conservatively or to shame themselves or... But also know that like... See, this is my main... Okay, this is my like huge problem with it is that I think it starts from when you're a kid. Oh, absolutely. Because I I don't I think that it's in like what kind of monster would you turn into if they were like you're not allowed to cry? Yeah. You're not allowed cuz I think that there are these emotions that if like boys aren't we weren't boys weren't raised to yeah. to cry and yeah. they weren't raised to like 
feel their emotions and how are you ever going to have empathy for Mm -hmm. another person Mm -hmm. not saying that men aren't capable of empathy but i definitely think society says like don't like don't you're a fucking pussy then you know what i mean and i i just think that that the more we we tell men they can be soft and the more we Mm -hmm. encourage we tell women they could be strong Mm -hmm. like we just need to even the playing field like that and i think that it's really important to have these conversations and i feel like if you're uncomfortable in a situation that's another thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't matter what other people think. If you're uncomfortable, it's not up to everyone else who's not in that situation to, to decide whether right. or not your yeah. situation is right or is or, a violation. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like if you're uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a situation with someone that you're if you're gonna wear the me too or like the the times up. That's what I mean. If yeah. you're gonna wear the times up button or pin or whatever, then you should probably be a little bit more. Um, in tune with how you're, yeah. how this other person is feeling, yeah. and and you know if they say I don't want to do this or whatever, yeah. then y- you kind of have to deal with it, and don't just be like, okay, you don't want to do it now. Let me show you I'm a good guy, and then I'll sit on the couch and yeah, let's do yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. So you could say that you're an ally, but until you really listen to other, and that really no, comes down to just believing really, the yeah. woman. I heard mm-hmm. I heard someone say as a joke before, like uh, the first no is ob- obligatory, like yeah. a girl's first no is obligatory, uh, yeah. And it's like, if it's not a hard, anything but a yes is a no. And not even, not, not like a, okay, no, that's, that's still, still no. a no. Yeah. And, and I, I think too, part of the question was some, she was looking back on something similar that had happened to her and that is happening so much right now. I want you to know that you're not alone in wondering about past situations. I think a lot of people are thinking, well, I, I haven't had it happen to me now because, you know, society's changed a little bit, but also thinking about things that happened like in high school or in college to you and wondering is, does that, was that what it was? Was that a violation? And what, what do I do with that? Mm -hmm. You know, I had a, a close friend who called me after, you know, all this stuff was happening and she said, I realized that I was sexually abused and it took this conversation to the, the conversation happening in America to realize that. And she, w- she didn't know what to do with the information because yeah. she still knows her abuser mm-hmm. and she goes, well, should I confront him? Should I, you know, does he know, mm-hmm. do I want him to know? And I think that is also a really scary thing is if you felt like you had something has happened in your past, is it, you know, worth it to go, dredge it up and confront this person and cause a scene absolutely absolutely it comes down to listening mm-hmm. and if it's not your job to make it a teaching moment but i think if it can become a moment where someone can become more aware of their behavior yeah and how wrong it was or mm-hmm. how wrong you were that's just also i think women becoming too they don't want to hurt other people's feelings right but i i also think that it's a i hate that people say cuz i used to get told this all of the time like kate don't cause a scene just let it go mm-hmm. just let it go and i'm sorry but that's just as bad as doing it it yeah. really is because you can't just let it go because yeah. also like this happened kind of when i was home someone said something racist and i confronted them on it and we got in an argument we got in like a pretty full blown argument and it was supposed to have been like a nice meal mm-hmm. together. And I was like, I'm not going to let this go. And it, I know that it could have definitely looked like I caused a scene, but I didn't. They yeah. said the thing. And you have to you have to get to the root of the problem yeah. in teaching men and boys specifically that it starts with you. Like whatever male listening we have, like yeah. your job 
is to talk to your fucking friends and stop them from telling that one joke or having that locker room talk yeah. or talking about a woman. And even if it's joking, yeah. that's how it fucking starts. Yeah. Then you also don't want to be that girl that's like talking the fucking third wave feminism and bringing people down and shit. And that's well, exactly that's, what we're talking about. That is, that is so fucking annoying. And it's emotional labor. It, that's also, not like, our job. It doesn't matter. We're just in a time, and if we're going to reap the benefits of of a change, mm. then we have to be willing to sacrifice things for that change. Yeah. So that means saying stuff when you're uncomfortable, and that means being that girl. If mm. But that girl... That girl is awesome. But that girl is also, she, she, yeah, she's fucking She's trying. the fucking future, too. Like, we are on the right side of history, like, which is, a, that's crazy. If a guy says stuff or he's doing something that's, like, super disrespectful and you're the one to be like, hey, man, that's, like, not cool. Wow. You are the problem there. Yeah, like, I would, I would have so much more respect for a dude who also stood up to one of their friends to say something. Like, like, because then... If not, you're just one of those fucking guys. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I don't want to cause anything. No. Mm-hmm. Well. And that's. That's Joey. Yeah. He doesn't mean anything. And that's kind of like what I think a lot of the conversation with the Aziz article that came out to was, is that, yeah, Aziz is an asshole for doing what he did, for sure. He's not a rapist that we know of, but it the root of the problem also stems from what men think is acceptable as date behavior or yeah. what's expected from date behavior right and with with women too there's i feel like any movement is only as strong as your weakest parts mm. and i think that we have to even challenge like our own selves yeah. and being like because i i definitely had a little some controversial like opinions about yeah the thing at first but then i started like listening to yeah more educated friends yeah and i was like oh okay yeah this makes sense i had to unlearn these things yeah and listen i i know that it's like a survival tactic to be like if you're like a lamb right and there's a a a bunch of wolves and you're a lamb you could pretend to be a wolf like you could be the lamb that's like i'm one of the wolves yeah so i'm gonna treat so you know if i start treating other lambs like a wolf would then i maybe they'll think it's like a safety thing and we don't need to do that we need to be like a little bit more a little bit kinder with each other. And just because, because that's definitely, I've been in situations where I've felt comfortable enough. And I think it's also because of like, not to bring it, like to make it weird, but like, I've, I'm not petite. I'm like, I'm, I've always been like athletic and strong. So I've been and not saying that you have to be a certain like body mm. size to feel strong, but I've just always like in certain situations, I've been able to be like, no, yeah. but I've also really avoided any sort of situation which means I avoided a lot of like potentially fun situations yeah um and just because if I were to be like I would have said no I'm going home Mm -hmm. or I wouldn't have gone to his room that doesn't mean that that's it that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that just because you wouldn't doesn't mean this girl could or whatever so I think that it's a lot of like I don't know like still just believing the person and having empathy for their constitution like you know why would why was she too scared to to leave like what was going through her head because mm-hmm. fear is crippling and if mm-hmm. you're that scared you might not be able to leave that i've heard that so many times it comes down to like domestic abuse why people stay with in toxic relationships it's, yeah it's a small form of it's a power dynamic and they they really do like in movies and television they sort of make assault and and rape look very direct and apparent mm-hmm. so it's just like i'm raping you now or i'm assaulting it's violent you now. yeah and it's violent and it's so 
if that's how we define right like the the standards the line. the line if that's where we draw the line then then it's going to be confusing because yeah. that's not what it looks like all the time that's mm-hmm. very apparent but mm-hmm. it's not what it looks like just it's like these little things that that like sort of chip away at you mm-hmm. and chip away at your confidence and your security and then mm-hmm. before you know it you're in this position where you're like oh, oh I shouldn't I'm be this here far, so. I, I guess I'll just I, I don't want to make yeah. him upset I don't want to yeah. ruin things mm-hmm. and that's like Women don't owe you shit. We got to stop worrying about pissing men off. I mean, I've bought things in stores because I was too, like, <laughs> I just felt too bad to yeah. say no. And then I like had to go and return it or what. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sometimes you just feel yeah. guilty. for, And that's not everybody. Yeah. And, and too, like, we know that not everyone has the privilege to be able to speak up and say something. Yeah. But I would err on the side of if your privilege allows you to, why wouldn't you? Right. Confront it and and feel better and and, then, and maybe like I said, it's not your job to teach someone, but like you could also change lives. You know, like you could also change it from happening to someone else. Right, but also protect yourself. Yeah. So like, there are situations that that could turn violent and could be very scary mm-hmm. and whatnot. And you know, I don't know. Maybe like every woman should have one of those life alert things. <laughs> <laughs> really, like, is it down to that? Because yeah. it's sort of like because. I get it. Like, even as a very privileged white person, I know that there have been situations where I've been far too scared mm. to say something because mm. I'm like, I'm in a room of all men. Yeah. How did I fucking get here? I'm usually yeah. so... And then I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. So I deserve anything that I get, yeah. you know? Especially when you add, like, drinking or drugs into the mix, it completely throws everything off because nine times out of ten, it's never going to go through in court if there's alcohol involved and uh and in a sexual assault it just yeah it they will always it's really easy to just air on the, yeah and and i think that comes down to like kind of like the root of what we're saying too is like you have to believe women yeah you know yeah it, it just it's a crazy idea and especially talking to men and our male listeners we do it too like our first thoughts sometimes even go on the side of like well it's her fault or like she did that to herself in my my head i was like why did you go back to his apartment if you you didn't want to have sex with him that's what i immediately thought and it's and it's terrible but like in those moments in those snap judgments we have to go back to the fundamental truth of just believing women yeah and i i think that Again, just like with anything else that we talk about here, it's really important to know that you might not know everything and you might be wrong about a lot of Mm -hmm. things. And to listen to, because I was, when I first heard that, I was wrong and I listened to other people and I was like, oh, there it is. So I think that for anyone who's listening who's still like on the fence, there are so many think pieces and Mm -hmm. there are so many like articles and whatnot and videos where people yeah just dialogues where they're like Mm -hmm. okay here's why Mm -hmm. and it's like oh right I didn't even think of it like yeah when you see something from an angle that you've never had to experience before it's wonderful that's what life is it's about growth and learning and this day you stop learning is the day you die and I think this is a vital moment that everyone can be changed by every single person has a, a a way of shift making this shift mm-hmm. happen and and I also yeah. know that it's that I know that a lot of like a, a question that I'm hearing guys sort of say is like well then what do we do yeah. and like how do we even talk to girls and it's like one I completely empathize with being like I we I just talked for 20 minutes about how I asked someone out for the very first time <laughs> and I was beside myself I don't yeah. know what it's like to have to ask someone out and have to yeah 
put myself into the face of constantly being rejected or be mm-hmm. the one to like walk other people home or like to mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. be like you're not supposed to be scared or to you're be supposed a traditional to be... man so I don't know what that's like yeah. I do think that there that we could all benefit from practicing better communication in mm-hmm. general mm-hmm. and it looks it might feel really weird and sound kind of in your head kind of crazy to be like hey I feel this way about you and I you know what I mean and like I think that we just need to start like acknowledging our feelings right. and our fears right out loud. Because man, wouldn't you rather do that than be accused of something yeah. where you were you thought was consensual? And don't get me wrong, <laughs> I know how much it's easy for a, you know a liberal in Los Angeles, yeah, a white for sure. liberal in Los Angeles, to be like. Just talk about your feelings. Because yeah. listen, I'm from an area where that... <laughs> Same. We don't right. like, sit down. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm feeling like this. Yeah. I just know it would fall for certain people on deaf ears, mm-hmm. right? But... Mm-hmm. if it, I, I mean, if the conversation can't be had, then is that someone that you really want to pursue? And and it, gosh, it's it's oh, it comes down to just like, don't you want the world to be better, right? Like it is partly the yeah. man's job to... <laughs> acknowledge the choice and like you're saying bring up the conversation with any growth with any it's like training you don't you can't really train on your own right Mm -hmm. like I mean I'm sure you could but but it's a lot of work even Rocky had a coach so like (laughs) so if you're training it sometimes you need the coach to yell in like Hey, do like your yeah. watch your watch your knees or whatever. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I thought you were doing like quick lunges. Oh, okay. Um. So so like. Yeah. Sometimes we could we could all sort of be each other's mm-hmm. trainers in a way and yeah. just be like like spot each other and just be like oh you're slipping. Yeah. That's not what you say. Yeah. That's a privileged thing to and say. That's, that's friend. That's a friend. That's not yeah. someone trying to call you out. And I feel like we talk about drag oh, culture and being like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. And like, let's attack Drager. all white men right now. But like, that's just, we're trying to help. Yeah. That's just a friend. If a friend yeah. is like, hey, man, this is why this isn't cool. Maybe you should listen to them. And I, I realize the first thing to do is to be defensive because you don't ever want to admit when you're wrong. But that's human but imagine if like there's a little kid like learning math right and they do like two plus two is five imagine if the teacher was like you're so fucking stupid (laughs) you're an idiot you didn't know that it's like the kid's five and a lot of us are like really new to to thinking about other people and having empathy so i think that though it sucks and we're tired because there's a lot of times when i hear a guy say something and i just want to go off yeah because I'm tired. It's easier to just ignore it. But th- that you're also depriving like the rest of the world yeah. of someone who could who might be able yeah. to change something or grow or learn or something like that. So I definitely think that all of these conversations are so important. Yeah. It comes down to listening, challenging your own beliefs, mm-hmm. being open to being wrong and being a conversation starter. Be be that girl and I think being that girl is fucking dope and or that guy. Be yeah. that fucking guy especially. It's so important yeah. for and guys I, to be that guy. What a great question. Thank you for asking it. Yeah. One more thing. <laughs> I feel like we need to acknowledge the fact that there are times when as a as a white woman mm-hmm. If your dialogue only includes you, you're on you're on the wrong side of the right movement. Ooh. So it's got to be all we gotta we gotta protect um, trans trans women, trans women. lives. Yeah. We have to you know protect people women of color, color. and it, it's it's all inclusive. So I just feel yeah. like we need to remember that. Absolutely. 
Um, that was, a, I'm glad we talked about that. Yeah. And I think, uh, let us know what your guys' opinions on this are. If there's something we didn't cover, we'd love to hear more about this. Like we said, like we're going to be the movers and shakers of this movement. A lot of sensitive stuff in this episode yeah. and a lot of that we talked and I'm sure that we made some people mad. So yeah. I would love to hear your feedback. Especially the people that we made mad. Yeah. Great. I'd love to hear it. Um, should we do our shout outs? Let's freaking do it. Okay. Uh, my shout outs are at Emery Snow 27, at Clark underscore Stan- Stanzi, uh, <laughs> at uh, Hi Venus Envy. Uh, go check out her podcast. She just started a podcast. Uh, at Audrey Ann Hines, at KLK219, at Lucasor. Oh boy. <laughs> and at Homegirl Bakes. <laughs> My shoutouts are at uh, Maca Breg. Oh wait, dang it! Okay, hold on. At Maca Bree Ghoul. Nice. At um, Rain Abigail. At Zoe with a with a Y. <laughs> that one. It's at Zoe with a Y. That's my eyeball saw. All right, and at underscore Sabel underscore. You guys, uh, <laughs> we love you so much. This podcast gives us so much fucking joy. I am always shocked at the amount of feedback and support we get. It's so great. It, I love that you guys uh, like it. I love that you listen. And we want to go tour. We want to come see you. We want to come speak. We're we're trying to get a couple things in the Figuring works Figuring out right how now. to get that ball. If one. you want to see us at Bonnaroo, uh, <laughs> I think you should tweet at them. Tweet and at let Bonnaroo. them know because we'll yeah. fucking go We want to go Bonnaroo. so bad. Uh, and and don't forget to go rate this on iTunes. That always helps. Yes. Um, you can follow me at Kelsey Dare on all the things. And you can follow me at Kate Peterman on Instagram and at K-A-Y-T-E-P-E-A on Twitter. Guys, oh, what a good morning. We just love doing it. We love doing this. We love you. We were all over the place today. Oh, God. But aren't we always? We really, really are. It's who we are. It was very on brand. But we will... See you guys next week. All right. Fucking bye. Come on.